Welcome to the Trade Society Traders Improve podcast. My name is Rolf and I am your host. And today we are talking about the differences between swing trading and day trading. What are the differences? What are pros and cons? What are the requirements for a trader? And what should you be trading? And if you are watching this on YouTube, I will also drop the podcast links in the video description and you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, on Apple iTunes and on any other podcast app. So recently in our trading group, we were talking about swing trading versus day trading. And this discussion came up because there were some traders who were trading a swing trading strategy and they were not satisfied with the results, the amount of trades, and in general, there were some concerns. And I thought about it, and I think there are a few very, very important lessons to take away from this, and also pitfalls that many traders fall into when it comes to choosing your trading strategy. Very often you hear that swing trading is easier, swing trading and trading the higher time frames is there's less noise, the signals are clearer, you can make more money because the trades and the trends are bigger. And that is something that many traders internalize and just accept without ever thinking about it. But I want to challenge this view and I want to point out a few things that a lot of traders are missing about swing trading versus day trading. So when we just look at the broad general features of swing trading. Swing trading basically means that you are trading the higher time frames. So typically four hour daily, weekly time frame, and you generally have a longer holding time. You may be in your trades for days at least, sometimes weeks, and in extreme cases, months. And also you're gonna have much fewer trades because there are fewer signals, obviously. Because on a daily time frame, how many candles you have in a week? Five. Whereas on a daily, uh, on a five minute time frame, you have al alone 12 candles every hour. So naturally you will have more signals on the lower time frames. But one thing that is good about swing trading and that is what many people always talk about is that it just requires less time. And if you have a busy day job, uh, you have a family, you have hobbies and friends and all of that stuff, then being a day trader is often not feasible because it requires a lot of active screen time. And that is the big, big pro that is speaking for swing trading is that it just is usually easier to implement with a regular nine to five lifestyle. Uh, day traders are just to complete it are on the lower time frames, typically even below the one hour, so 30 minute, 15, five minute, one minute. The trades that day traders are in are much, much shorter, can be a few minutes, can be uh, an hour or two, but typically you're just at the end of the day, you are closing all of your trades, which is something that I will come back to in a moment. You will have more trades as a day trader, which as we will see can be a good thing, can be a bad thing. And which is then harder for people with a day job to do is it requires more screen time because typically as a day trader, what you do is that you trade a specific session, for example, the European session. You wait for the London market to open in the morning 
and that is then your session. During the open of your London session, there's often a lot of activity, the market moves a lot. So usually what happens is that day traders trade those sessions for at least a few hours. And you need to be in front of your charts for that period of time, whereas as a swing trader, it is often enough to look at your charts in the morning before you go to work, maybe check in once during the day and then again in the evening. And that may be already enough. So you can already see why it may be so attractive. So let's move on and let's take a look at the odds. What does it mean? How do odds play out at a swing trading approach versus a day trading approach? So this is now a very, very important concept because it's something that traders overlook and then incorrectly judge their trading performance and their strategy. And a swing trading strategy just takes much, much longer to play out. So what happens is usually that you have a trading strategy and the strategy is trying to capture a very specific behavior in the markets. For example, you have a trend continuation um, signal and strategy. So first of all, you need the market to be trending and then you need the market to also give you a pullback and then continue trending. So a lot of things have to fall into place before you may get a signal. However, the market is not always trending, right? There may be periods, weeks, sometimes even months, depending on what time frame you're looking at, where there's no trend and the market is just range bound. Or you have low volatility, low momentum uh, trends, or you have high volatility, a lot of noise trends that are not ideal either. To have the right conditions for your strategy is not going to happen all the time. And the higher you are on a time frame, the longer it takes the market to play and to go through such a period. So you have to go through the range to the low volatility momentum to the high volatility until sometime in the future, someday the conditions are just right and your trade will play out. And that is something that will lead to losing trades and losing streaks. And it's not something that is necessarily bad because this is what typically happens. A trading strategy is molded to a specific behavior in the markets, a specific situation that has to occur because that is the edge of your trading strategy. It tries to identify, detect, and then monetize on the specific behavior or pattern. And those behaviors and patterns, they don't come often. And the higher you are on a time frame, the longer it can take for the market to have such a pattern. So as a day trader, you get 12 hour candles every hour if you're on the five minute chart. If you are trading 24 hours, or if you're waiting for 24 hours, you will have had 288 candles. But to have 288 candles on a daily chart, this takes more than a year because typically, what do we have? 250 trading days in a year. So you can see one day of candlesticks on a daily chart represents one year of candlesticks on a daily chart. So that is a significant difference here. And it's a very, very big difference between swing and day trading. When you see a range as a day trader on a five minute chart, you can just go grab a coffee. Uh, and then 20 minutes later, the range may be over and the market may be back to trending. But as a swing trader, you may have to come back in a week or a month to wait for it. So when unfavorable conditions exist and they will often exist, then 
it may take much, much longer for a swing trading strategy to get back to where it needs to go. Also, this means that losing streaks will stretch out much, much longer over longer periods. Whereas as a day trader, you may have maybe a losing day, maybe a losing week in worst cases. As a swing trader, this will lead to losing weeks and sometimes even losing months and losing quarters, which is not uncommon. So this is a very, very big difference. And it is not that necessarily your strategy is bad. It's, it still may be that the strategy is just um, just not at the right time in the markets. You need to wait for the market to come back to the conditions that the strategy is built around. And this is the cycle that the market will always go through. It just depends on what time scale are you trading. Another very important difference is the risk factor between swing trading and day trading. So as a swing trader, you generally usually have to hold trades at least overnight, but sometimes even over weekends. And having trades open overnight or over the weekend can add significant levels of risk because obviously you don't know what will happen during the night. Most of the time, probably nothing will happen, but there are those black swan events. There are, especially in these days, um, geopolitical tensions, political things that could happen. And this could then lead to a lot of big moves overnight, gaps as well. If you're trading stocks, for example, where the market is closed during the night, but if you are a forex trader or a crypto trader, you may just wake up to something um, significant that you were not able to participate in. And even if you have your stop loss in, this is not always a guarantee for the market respecting the stop loss and you're being taken out. So that is something that needs to be considered. Whereas as a day trader, you're typically flat at night. So you close your trades at the end of the trading day and then nothing can happen overnight that could pose any risks. However, nominally, you have larger positions as a day trader because for a day trader, the stop loss distance in terms of points and price points is smaller. Your position size in terms of lots or stocks or currency or, or coins or whatever is larger to just match the same percentage level of risk. So this is something that needs to be factored in. Of course, your holding time is shorter, but still there is the black swan event risk that could come out any time of the day, any time of the week. And if you have a larger position size nominally, it could also mean larger risks. So the big difference is really the holding trades overnight, over weekend or being flat at night. And you have to ask yourself, are you okay with holding trades overnight over the weekend? If this is a no-go for you, then swing trading may already be out of the picture and out of the question. So that is something that a lot of traders have to ask themselves. And therefore, you can never say swing trading is easier, day trading is better or other way around. There are a lot of individual factors that need to be factored into this question. Finally, I want to talk about the mindset and the requirements of the trader for a swing trading strategy. You need to have a long term view and it's very important that you have this long term mindset uh, for pretty much every aspect of your trading. It will take longer to grow your account. It will take longer for losing streaks to play out. You just have to have a much longer um, view on the markets and also for your goals as a trader. Also, patience is a very, very big part of being a swing trader. As I said, sometimes there are no trades for days or weeks. And even if you're in a trade, the patience is still playing a big role because you have to hold your trade for days or weeks at a time. 
and you cannot mismanage your trades because that would um, interfere with your trading plans very often. So patience plays a, a role on many different levels. And also you need to deal with those doubts. The doubts come with having long losing streaks, not trading for a while. And those doubts will creep up on you because they will come up and you will ask yourself, is this the right thing? Is the strategy broken or not? What should I be doing? I need to trade. I am a trader. It is a very, very big factor here, the mindset as well. So that cannot be overlooked and compare this to be a, a day trader. You need to be very emotionally resilient. That's probably the big, big thing here. A day trader will have many trades in a day and you will also have losing streaks probably every day or every other day and you have to shake off those losing streaks even if you have three four five losses in a row in a given day you have to still be able to trade at your best because the next winning trade may be just around the corner and it may be the thing that gets you back out of the out of the red so you need to be very emotionally resilient you cannot lose your head you cannot get easily into revenge trading you cannot over trade because if you have those emotional issues and you are a day trader, then that's a recipe for disaster because that's then um, reinforcing the bad habits and you will quickly lose your account. Also, you need to be able to focus for extended periods of time as a day trader. Usually what happens as a day trader, you trade a session, maybe a few hours, three, four, five hours during the London or the New York session. And typically during this period, you will be in front of your screens. You're probably not able to leave your screen too much. You also shouldn't watch your phone or have Skype on at the side or Slack or watch YouTube. You really need to be able to focus and also maintain a high level of mental clarity. You need to be able to react fast. Not everybody is a fast decision maker. There are people who dwell over every, situ uh, every decision that they have to make. And for those types of people, it's being a day trader where entry, exits, position sizing, news, everything is coming up all the time. There's a decision to be made every single minute almost as a day trader. And if you cannot do that, then it's also going to be a very, very hard time for you. And also awareness, self-awareness, I feel is very important as a day trader. Because if you're not self-aware, you will get easily drawn into those bad emotional states where you may have made a mistake, then you get into revenge trading and maybe you size your position incorrectly. And if you're not able to catch yourself early enough and to feel that you are getting on tilt, then that's a recipe for disaster as well. So as you can see, swing trading and day trading, there are lots of differences or, or significant differences. There are lots of pros to each approach. And the point of this podcast was to give you a very balanced and open and honest comparison because I am seeing it very often with the traders that I work with is that what they are struggling with often is often a consequence of the trading strategy that they are trading and they are not paying enough attention and not made the decision consciously and self-determined of where are my strengths as a person, as a trader and do those strengths align with the strategy that I'm trading? So I would recommend to just step back a little bit, observe yourself, think about how have you been trading recently? Do you feel good? Are there things that you're not feeling so great about with your strategy approach? And then you can hopefully make a bit more of a informed decision going forward.